What's up, witches? This is Lori, and I am your host for the Sex, Drugs, and Magic podcast. Currently, I am sitting in my bed recording this on my phone because I'm going to be real with you. I don't really know what I'm doing. I have joked a lot about making a podcast, um, mostly because I can't seem to find a podcast of my own that I can just binge and not run out of episodes. Or I just, I think a lot of the witchcraft podcasts just start disappearing. Like they they go once a week, twice a week, and then all of a sudden they just disappear for a month and I'm just left like cliffhanger. So you know what? I decided to make a space where I was going to talk about magic. People could listen. And it's just going to be a safe space for us to talk about things like sex, drugs, and witchcraft. Um, So welcome to episode one. And let's dive in. I want to talk about manifesting. I think that's where everybody kind of starts their whole journey. You know, the big interest of witchcraft is getting what you want. And I think that is something that drew me to witchcraft as well. Um, it's feeling like the you have the power to make big outcomes in your life, which is completely correct. But also you have to keep in mind that there are outside forces. And like, there will be bad things that happen to you no matter what. You can't keep all of the negativity out, but you can, of course, you know, keep in mind your reaction to that negativity and whether you really want to wear that negativity on your, on yourself as like a backpack, as a battery drainer, or if you're going to just overcome it. But you know what? That's a different episode. We'll talk about negativity on a different day. Today, we're going to talk about me. No, <laughs> um, I do kind of want to tell you a little bit about me so that you know you're not just listening to a complete lunatic, um, but it's ultimately about manifesting the law of attraction and just where to start on your magic journey. Um, first off, people think magic you say that, you're like, hey, I'm going to do some magic today. They're like, oh, yeah, you got a, you got a deck of cards or something. Um, people think it's kind of a joke, which I know that witchcraft is becoming more mainstream. Um, it's definitely in the media more. It's definitely all over TikTok. <laughs> but outright talking about it in public sometimes um, can feel like embarrassing. And I feel like um, the first time I told somebody that I was a practicing witch, uh, it went really well, and it was just an encouragement to kind of just keep doing it, and the entire reason that I even started coming out and just telling people that I'm a practicing witch is because I found out that witches have run in my family for a long time. Um, I'm from Rhode Island, and I grew up very, very Catholic. Um, 
I went to Catholic school my entire life. I went to CCD class, went to Bible camp, did service club. I dated a guy whose parents run a religious food bank. I was all in. Um, I was an extremely spiritual always um, person and witchcraft was something that just always kind of interests me but seems so taboo that I waited until college to kind of really dive in. Um, I did grow up with a friend who grew up in a Wiccan household. Um, Her mom owned a magic shop and I just always remember being like so jealous of this sense of just confidence and being and certainty that they seem to like carry with them. Um, But of course, like as I've dove in deeper, I kind of understand where all of that stems from. My mom grew up as a Jehovah Witness, so (laughs) she is very religious, very by the Bible, and witchcraft always was just something that really frightened her. The idea of, I think, Satan and all the black magic and stuff really um, just puts a bad taste in her mouth and gives her the heebie-jeebies for sure. Uh, She used to tell me that her grandma, so my great-grandmother, and her great-aunts from Puerto Rico were into voodoo and black magic and that she remembers like their altar and that it always very very much scared her as a child with all the candles and um, just different, you know artifacts <laughs> that she found there um and it just seemed like such a dark memory for her so every time you'd bring up witchcraft or magic she would bring up those memories and for her scary but for me it was like ooh, voodoo magic's in my blood you know um not saying that voodoo magic is bad because of course like any magic is great and i think that as I've gotten into it more and looked back on my history more, I don't think that my great-grandparents or great-aunts were practicing bad magic. I think they were still light witches. They're just doing it in a different way that, of course, the media has spun into some crazy, crazy stuff. Um, so anyways, (laughs) um, as I got older, I researched a lot more. I was really into meditating and yoga. I'm still really into meditating and yoga, but that's what kind of got my foot through the door. Um, I started journaling a lot when I was meditating. I read a ton of books on Buddhism, then past lives, then I got... (laughs) really into Reiki, energy flows, and crystals, until finally I was absorbing anything and everything about magic, manifestation, and witchcraft. Um, But it wasn't until my 
great-grandmother on my father's side passed away. And my grandma went over, you know, to go through this, their belongings. And we found my great-great-grandmother's tarot cards. Um, the day that my grandmother sent me a picture of these tarot cards from the 1800s, my heart skipped a beat. Um, and that was the year and the month and the moment, honestly, that I started to tell my friends, my family and strangers that I was a practicing witch. Um, personally, I love Oracle cards. Tarot cards are wonderful too. I just feel like, um, tarot cards are more, I don't know, harsh <laughs> than oracle cards, but um, tarot cards are something I like reading about a lot. Um, and yeah, this witchcraft being in my blood and from two completely different backgrounds just solidified to me that this feeling in my gut was something worth investing in. This journey that I was on was the right one. Um, in high school, I used to believe I was just lucky. I would always joke with my friends that I have the most amazing guardian angels, and I honestly believe that to be true. Um, my spirit guides are awesome. I love meditating. I always cry if I am in a guided meditation to meet one of my spirit guides. Um, I have some of them like just imprinted in my brain um maybe not like they're visual but like the feeling that I get when I meet them in meditation um and I just believe that I was truly truly blessed because things always worked out in my favor um even I'm not gonna say my life was perfect because you know like I said in the beginning, bad things happen no matter what. You can't, you can't help that. Um, pain and suffering are part of life. Um, and I was just truly, truly guided through all of that pain and all of the suffering and all the hard times. And I kind of just, I had this feeling, no matter how bad things got, that I was going to get through it. And I was going to get all the things that I've like always hoped for. And now that I've been practicing magic, the law of attraction and manifestation, you know, all of that, I realized that I've been using that the entire time. Um, I am overly obsessive over things that I want. I fixate on goals and imagine scenarios over and over again. I'm like one of those people that if you leave me alone, I am in my head so far. I'm in a different reality. I am thinking about that boy that I saw drinking boba and he's taking me on a date and he was like, oh my God, you look so good. To you know, like I, I go for it. Like I am in my mind obsessing and thinking about things over and over again. Um, I journal extensively. I have um, little notebooks for manifesting, um, things for full moon, shadow work. I have um, a log of my oracle readings for other people. I have a notebook of my oracle readings for myself. Um, 
I fact check myself. Um, I write little dates down for like when I do spells or um, I make lists <laughs> like a crazy OCD person. Um, I take notes. I read articles about things that I want to achieve and how to achieve them. I'm that kind of person that when I get a, a job interview, I read about the company. I read articles about that other people have read, written about the company. <laughs> I read um, articles on how to nail a job interview. I watch YouTube videos on how to dress for a job interview. Even though I've been to probably 5 million job interviews, you know, I am obsessive. And all of this is manifestation. Um, I like to joke all the time, too, that my 16-year-old self would be in awe of who I am today. But honestly, it's because 16-year-old me did such a great job of manifesting all of this. Um, my parents, God bless their souls, um, kept a lot of my stuff from high school in these big bins in my basement. So recently when I went home, um, I got one of my old journals. Um, and I love poetry, so I write a ton of poetry. Um, and I did. I wrote a lot of poetry. I read through articles and I just laughed because 16-year-old me has no idea what is in store, baby. What we manifested in those journals. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of it came true. Um, I always wanted to go to architecture school. I really thought I could do it. I got accepted into the University of Oklahoma architecture program. And that's where I went. Um, in 2006, I met this guy, uh, he picked us up from school, me and my friend, he was dating my friend, of course, um, and I just instantly became obsessed with him, like, they, I remember they were making out on her, on his car, and I'm in the backseat, and I'm just like, I'm in love with him, like, I don't even care, she doesn't even exist right now, um, but I wouldn't see him again for four years. We became friends on MySpace, which I checked his MySpace, liked all his photos, commented like a sad little puppy. <laughs> and I did stupid things like listen to all the songs that he posted and just was kind of like just so smitten with this guy that I would never really talk to ever, ever again. Right. So. I have a journal entry about how wonderful he is and how I just didn't think that my friend saw his potential and how I just hoped that I ended up with a guy like this guy, right? So four years later, 2009, summer, <laughs> uh, I graduate high school. This guy walks in to the convenience store I work at as a clerk. So I see him, we catch up for a little bit, like, oh my God. He tells me him and this girl had broken up finally <laughs> after years. And um I invite him to a party, right? 2011, I would marry that guy. 
And as of 2021, we have been married for 10 years. Isn't that insane? <laughs> I was reading my journal like I, I am a manifesting queen. And I didn't even know. <laughs> um, but just little things too. I've always wanted a Volkswagen GTI. And last year I got one. Um, and this year I officially became out of credit card debt that my 20s really damaged. And I did the credit card debt completely through um, manifesting and goal setting. Um, but I've done a lot of things through manifesting and goal setting. You know, I wildly fell in love and married my high school crush that I met one day by accident, you know, I won three first places at my first bodybuilding uh, competition because I was so neurotic and obsessed that I could taste that first place trophy. Like, I could just feel it in my bones that I was astonished but also like so just sure of myself at the moment when they called my name and I'm not saying any of this stuff to like brag it's just it's crazy you know the irony when you're like I you want something to happen so bad and maybe it doesn't happen the first time or the second time or you know my everyone thought that I was gonna marry my high school sweetheart and then I turn around and I marry some guy I dated for four months and we just eloped um things don't always happen the way that you think they're gonna happen but that doesn't mean that the law of attraction isn't on your side um I feel like I achieve most things <laughs> through goal setting, manifesting, and the occasional abundance spell. I do like some candle magic. Um, but at the end of the day, like I said in the beginning, magic is a focus of energy. That is all it is. Um, it is focusing your energy into your goals and manifesting that destiny, baby. Uh, <laughs> So if you want to focus your energy and succeed, I want to teach you how to do that. So my challenge for all of you listening, if you're still with me, is to figure out what your one goal, um, your big goal is, and be as specific as possible. So start a little journal, start a note section on your phone, whatever. Um, and be as specific as possible with narrowing down that goal. So, for instance, if you want a job, you know, don't just write, I really wish that I get a new IT job. Write down, I am going to get an IT job that is Monday through Friday, 30 hours a week at $80,000 a year at least. Be specific. It's an expanding company with room to grow. 
and I have a wonderful and inspirational boss. And then do one thing a day for a week. Just we'll start at a week. One thing a day that makes that goal a priority. So whether that is fixing up your resume, posting on different sites, um, you know, researching different companies in your area or maybe not in your area. It doesn't have to take hours. It can take five minutes out of your day, half an hour out of your day, you know. But if you start pushing your energy towards that goal, moving your energy, focusing that energy on your one specific goal, things are going to happen. And good things are going to happen. I promise you. So that's it. That's all I got for you guys today. Like I said, I am literally sitting on my (laughs) mattress right now with my notebook jotted with 5 million ideas of how to start this podcast. And this is what I'm leaving you with. Manifest something great for yourself. I know that all of you have it in you. And this is the best place to start. So let's get the specific goal. Let's figure out things that we can do each day to help with that goal. And I will meet you back here next week for another episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Good luck, blessings, and I'll catch you all real, real soon.